0: Hey, Honor, let's talk for a minute about onlinetherapy.com. Now, I know that therapy has been a giant help and played a huge role in the lives of many people that are close to me. And it probably has done the same or could do the same for some people listening right now.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Therapy has been a huge help in my life. Uh, I've really benefited from it. And one of my favorite things about onlinetherapy.com is that they utilize cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT. Uh, This is the idea that your thoughts are what cause your feelings and behaviors, not external stimuli like people, situation, and events. Are you getting angry? Well, that really originates in you, and cognitive behavioral therapy helps you deal with it in a positive way.
0: Yeah, and that's why I'm so excited about OnlineTherapy.com partnering with us is because CBT is a thing that we, we talk about on the show all the time. It's something that we actually believe in, that it's the main type of psychological intervention that works. So I'm super excited to be joining up with them. Let me tell you a little bit about how it works. So users that sign up for the system will get paired with a qualified therapist, somebody that has dealt with issues like they're dealing with. And that therapist is going to put together a plan for them. Now, this can involve worksheets, journaling, unlimited messaging with that therapist, and a weekly live session where the therapist and the patient can meet face-to-face, whether it's through video chat or just an audio call and discuss issues in real time. So there's a lot of different avenues by which you can access the help that you need and the therapist that's assigned to you.
1: That might sound great to you. But does OnlineTherapy.com actually specialize in the mental difficulty that you're struggling with? Well, the answer is more than likely yes. They specialize in anger management, OCD, panic attacks, weight loss, social anxiety, adoption, intimacy, infertility, if you name it. Chances are OnlineTherapy.com has a therapist that specializes in your problem and is ready to speak to you today. And not only that, they also offer couples therapy. So if you and your significant other need to talk to someone about some serious issues in your life, OnlineTherapy.com can help with that as well.
0: That's right. So we're super pumped to be joining forces with them and truly hope that they can help out some of our listeners and help folks get back on track. Go to CarlPooling.com slash therapy to access our special offer. We have 20% off your first month when you sign up now at onlinetherapy.com through our link. So again, that's carpooling.com slash therapy. CBT is real. It's useful. It's powerful. It's helped people that I love and it can help you too. So if you need help, if you're looking for help, reach out to them and that'll also help support the show. So let's get back to it. I've <sighs> got, I've got tough news, Carl Foley family. This week, um, unfortunately, Hunter, Hunter is no longer with the show, and uh, it's under tragic circumstances. To be clear. After our last episode aired, unfortunately, Chris Christie showed up to Hunter's house and ate him. Um, I don't know if you've seen Star Wars Episode 6, but it was a bit of a Sarlacc pit situation. His maw opened and his many rows of pointed teeth emerged. And Hunter. Wait a minute, what is this? I'm getting a call from. It says it's from New, New Jersey. A New Jersey area code. Hold on, let me answer. Hello. Oh, oh, that's uh, me. <laughs> there, Crap! There <laughs> oh my gosh, Hunter, have you have you called into the show from the digestive tract of Governor Chris Christie?
1: Dude, uh, I wish I kind of Boba Fett a packed right out of there. Um, oh I'm my gosh! Cu- it took a year to just get through the thick (laughs) grimy meat um but but now i'm on the other side of chris christie um i'm gonna need to take a major major wash major it's been
2: three days
0: yeah hunter uh, it has been a couple of days let me ask you yeah first of all let me let me congratulate you Thank you. Uh, you weren't a boy Scout but still you seem to always be prepared mm-hmm. it, it's was such a good decision to be wearing your jetpack when you were consumed by Chris Christie yes. and I think I think I speak for everyone in the Carl pooling fandom when I say that uh, I'm just glad that he didn't bite down on any of the intricate delicate pieces of the jetpack but have you how is how is your general skin I mean like have you been di- partially digested um are your bones still solid and hard, or what? What's your physical state like after being inside of the Sarlacc pit for three days?
1: Well, jello, to be precise. Um, I'm pretty happy that uh, I was in a Buzz Lightyear onesie, um, so everything's been able to be kept in where it needs to be. Gotcha. Um, it's a little hard speaking through the the zipper at the top. Uh, my mouth has kind of just become like a pl- a puddle. It's puddled near the top, uh, but somehow I'm still able to create vibrations at that point. Here, Hunter, um, turn
0: on, turn on your camera. Let me see. Let me see.
1: Oh yeah, just one second. Let me get and uh, there it is. Oh
0: dear God in heaven! What uh, audience? If I could describe it to you, H- Hunter, his organs are like the pieces of fruit. Floating in the jello mold that your grandmother serves at Thanksgiving dinner, just kind of arranged haphazardly in a semi-translucent goo. Yeah, um,
1: it's good news. He actually can't get enough of me this way, if I'm honest. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well we're gonna have to edit that name out of the show. Oh, um, no. <laughs> that's oh
0: right. no! Chris Christie might come back for seconds. That's right, gang. Hunter Hunter survived his interaction with with the new jersey governor the governor of the shore i call him Snooky's real dad mm. uh, that's probably not true but based on size and stoutness it certainly could be and we are back to bring you carl pooling carl pooling it's the number one show uh this just in from from if you look at all the polls and there's lots of polls to talk about we're going to talk about some more later carl pooling at number one carl pooling is actually running for president now um so at any rate
2: well, it was for three days, but now Hunter is back.
0: That is totally true. That is totally true. Um, yeah. if if the show is Desantis Hunter surviving his Chris Christie incident, is Trump getting indicted for manslaughter? Yeah. Um, it, it's not good for our numbers, but still, it's our format. We can't do without it. Do you remember uh,
1: when Trump was talking about how he could shoot someone in broad daylight and he could still be elected president? Like, I I is he right (laughs) like so
0: i was actually having this argument um yeah i was having this argument the other day because i think um i was i was talking to some liberal people online and Mm. uh, uh actually on a voice a voice communication platform though not not on twitter uh and by twitter i mean x and they seem to legitimately not know that you could be incarcerated and run for president yeah. And so I, I made the argument that actually the requirements are pretty simple. You have to be like 35 years of age. You have to be a natural born citizen, and that's mm-hmm. practically it. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they like, so I'm tr- quoting them, you know, basically chapter and verse of the Constitution. And the response to me was like, no, I'm pretty sure I heard somewhere that you can't be convicted of a crime. And I was like, wow. of any crime? Because like a parking ticket is a crime like i was like so anyway it was pretty funny but yeah um is he right i don't know yeah and the the possibilities scare me hunter
1: well the the thing there is it's like it doesn't seem like we've reached the upper limit of whatever that is like whatever thing you could be can you could be uh taking the trial or accused of right like it hasn't stopped him yet so like, what is the upper limit there? It seems to be a lot further than I would think is possible. But
0: Well, and I'll, I'll tell you what's kind of concerning to me right now is because my argument has been and still is that Trump is deeply unpopular with independents mm-hmm. and they're unlikely to vote for him. However, it seems that after this most recent round of indictments, he is still behind Biden, but actually getting further ahead of the, the Republican field. And so I think that there's and he's actually and he's doing better against Biden compared to other competitors in the in the Republican field, Mm -hmm. which to me basically means that I think some some people, some independents shifted away from him uh, or I mean shifted away from some of the other candidates, but not necessarily to Joe Biden. So now he seems he seems more electable after this. Most recent round of indictments basically is what I'm getting at as compared to the other candidates. So now the whole world's topsy turvy. I have no, if we, if the independents go, who knows what could happen. And, and here's the truth even if he gets convicted, if the economy doesn't improve drastically, or by the counter, the counterpoint, if it deproves drastically, like it seems like it's going to do here in the next couple months, he very well might win. And I think that the interesting conundrum here is that if he was to win the presidency, he could instantly, he could instantly pardon himself for any federal crime. Mm-hmm. But if he's in the jailhouse in Georgia, I don't, I don't think anybody knows how that works.
1: Yeah, I mean, uncharted territory for certain. You know, there, there is that thing that people are talking about—that one amendment that that was made for like, uh, uh traitors essentially. Um, people that fought in the Civil War on the South Side, that there was basically this amendment that was put in that says, like, if you've committed... um, I can't remember what it it was, the exact ruling um, that they could bar you from office, you know, uh, with a certain majority or something in the Senate that would keep you out. I don't have all the details there, but, like, people are thinking about trying him under one of those in other states. I mean, this is getting weird. Like, the political theories are wild at this point, so... They really it's a are. time.
0: They really are. And uh, who knows what to think about it. I mean, the truth is that we do. Um Because yeah, this you. is Carl polling, We're the w- one last remaining source of unadulterated truth on the internet and in the world, for that matter, because the world has now reduced itself just to the internet. So mm-hmm. all of your interactions are now online interactions. And if you didn't know that, well, now you know. Um, what can I say?
2: You know, I'm not – I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid.
0: That's right. Wow. Um <laughs> it's amazing that <laughs> he is our president right now. Yeah, it is just. There's only one thing you can say about it, Hunter. You know what it is?
1: Yes. True. Under
3: pressure.
0: It's really That's the only I, thing. I, the only thing you can say about it. Um, right off my tongue. <laughs> so, hey, his too. Um. <laughs> all right. So, first of all, go to carpooling. slash store right now. Buy something, you cheapskate. Mm. Uh it's it's getting ridiculous you're freeloading and conniving. Second, leave us a review on on any of your podcasting platforms of choice. Five stars only. If if you leave three store three stars, um the liberals win. And if you leave one star, the conservatives win. So now you got <laughs> a real it's a real conundrum there. Yeah. Uh so do all of those obligatory things. Send us an email at carpooling at, at gmail.com. We're still we're still Planning on some point on the future of doing some due diligence and compiling a uh, a um question show where we just spend time answering your your political questions and theories and um that that is that it will probably do that after I have a trip lined up that I will talk about after I get back from it after and if I get back from it yeah. but it's uh it's kind of a big rock in our in our landscape right now, so we'll see what happens after that.
1: I'm excited for how the show's going to go without you. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have a great time th- those like two weeks in between, you know,
2: it's my time.
0: Yes. Uh, don't yes, Jamie. don't. Oh, hold on a minute. Don't. Yes. Okay. I'm going to have to leave some type of will. <laughs> <about>. <laughs> I just
1: listen. It's Carl blue. Like you've never heard it before. It's me talking to Jamie <laughs> for three hours. <laughs>
0: Oh man, that's that's going to get esoteric. Yeah. Uh, very quickly. All right. Well, it's time to jump into the show. We've got some debate recap to discuss and things such as that nature. But before we do that, before we can have our pudding, we have to eat our meat. How could we have any pudding if we haven't eaten our meat? Um that truly Pink Floyd philosophers have you heard about this have you heard about this um this conspiracy theory about Pink Floyd called the what was it? Publius Enigma?
1: No, that's all news to me.
0: So apparently, like one of the very first ARGs ever was the idea of a one of the brand managers, label managers for Pink Floyd. And they were like putting putting coded messages up into their light shows during their concerts and publishing interesting information. Yeah. Alternate reality games.
1: Helter Skelter backwards.
0: Yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) apparently, apparently the prize that people were trying to win was just like, there was a date and a time to meet at like a grove in a forest. And the, the prize was the friends you met along the way (laughs) and no one ever solved it. So anyway, it's kind of, huh. kind of fun. Okay, yeah. Pink Floyd, philosophers ahead of their time, and also, the first guerrilla marketers. Yeah. Uh, we but as they suggested, here we are to to eat our meat before we can possibly have any pudding. Yeah. Hunter, deliver unto us fresh and steaming from the asphalt, the roadkill.
1: There was literally no other option this week. It's Trump's mud. It's Trump's mugshot. Like, Trump's
0: mub shop. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know what happened to my mouth, but yeah, like I mean, Trump's mug shot was supposed to be this absolute win for uh the lefties, right? And it just completely backfired on them. He's raised millions of dollars off of it with various uh um T shirts and mugs and other paraphernalia with it on it. Um, not to mention he took uh, a shot that, if you look at it, it, looks like I am death, you know, I'm coming and hell's coming with me type, you know, vengeance-seeking mug, pardon yeah. the pun. But, yeah, I mean, it's completely backfiring on these people. It's great.
0: And I think I I certainly was expecting him to just give, give it the big cheese. I, you know, that's what I thought, and then I realized that was me
1: projecting... How I see Trump onto that moment, and then I realized that the marketing genius of what he did to the people that truly are his fans was brilliant. Like, right, because he looks
0: like the cowboy.
1: Right, he he looks like Wyatt Earp. You know, he looks like oh, so you came for me, right? Well, you better not miss. You know, like he's got that kind of vibe to him. And I, I mean, and I'm not saying I'm happy about it one way or the other, but. It's quite the Rorschach test, where every everybody on the left is going is looking at that, going, "We finally got him! We bagged the criminal!" And everybody on the right's going, "Oh, yeah." I mean, it's the number one day in his entire campaign, which has just been insane with money raised. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. it's incredible. It's incredible. And whoops, you know, apparently I'm not happy about it, but whoops.
0: So the betting markets were saying that there was a fifty-fifty shot. That the, the betting line was that he was two seventy-eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, they didn't actually weigh him. Oh, really? Appa- apparently, uh, I don't know for certain, but apparently they sell, he, they allowed him to self-report his weight, and two seventy-eight seemed like way too much to me, even though he is tall. Mm. But you think about think about it this way: that's like Warren Sapp was like three hundred and three pounds during his heyday for the tampa bay Buccaneers, yeah he is a huge man yeah a huge man and he was definitely ha- he definitely had more muscle than trump too mm-hmm. but he is a huge fat guy as well yeah like i can't believe that trump would be in spitting distance of sap so yeah anyhow so that i i thought that was too too much but Apparently he self reported like two seventeen or something, and that seems to me like that might be a little fib. I, yeah, <laughs> if I was a betting man, I'd I'd take inside over outside on those numbers. They
1: they did pictures of him playing golf, which he doesn't look in great shape at all next to pe- next to professional athletes of the same height and weight as him, and it was just like uh oh, I think I think there's a fib here because you're looking at like these sculpted men with six packs and Trump's like hoping his pants stay up with his belt. You know? Right, right, like, right.
0: But it, okay, to be fair, you could have a very fit guy be like... What's Trump? Is he like 6'3"? Jamie, how That's tall what he is said, Trump? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said he was 6'3"? Yeah. Okay, so you could or, have a very fit guy be 6'3 and be like 225. And you could have a very unfit guy be 6'3 and be like 215 and be a little pudgy. But Trump... Trump is pushing up a little bit past the punch punch stage, in my opinion.
1: I heard he was 30 pounds from when he was last weighed at the White House. And people are pretty sure he's put on weight since then. Of course, nobody knows. You also, and this is kind of, you know, you don't know how much his muscles have atrophied due to getting older. Um, That seems a little mean right there. But, you know, I, I, I don't think I buy 215 is the end of it. So, anywho
0: gotcha all right well yeah it's what it is it's, it is exactly that hunter it is it is a butterfly it's a a dragon it is an ink blot. it is your dad saying he's proud of you the rorschach test is really whatever you want to see yeah um all right uh now on to our newest segment sports with chris here here it goes over to you at the sports desk chris thank you chris here at the sports desk <laughs> Uh, Magnus Carlsen, Carlton, Magnus Carlson defeats Ramesh Babu Pragnananda in the chess world cup. <laughs> it was a full contact match and, uh, and it is Magnus Carlson who might go down in history as the greatest of all time. Uh, I mean, he, he is, has an illustrious record an illustrious career. It was actually his first win of the, the, um chess world cup. He's won all the other major tournaments. But he hadn't won this one yet. And afterwards in the interview he said I've I am now beat chess (laughs) as like you would platinum (laughs) a video game. He has unlocked all the achievements. So very good. Now let's say something about Pragnananda. Pragnananda is he's so so Magnus is from one of the cold countries. You know the cold ones at the top of Europe? Russia. Nope, nope, left. <laughs> um, okay. He's either, like, Scandinavian or Icelandic, or he's from, you know, one of the cold ones. Okay. And uh, Prague is is from India. But here's the cool thing about Pragnananda. He beat Anish Giri. And uh, who else did he beat? He beat what? the... Oh, he and Hikaru. Hikaru Nakamura, who were rated number number three and number two in the world on his way to magnus which was who's ranked number one he's 18 years old oh wow yeah so this kid he's got plenty of time ahead of him but when you look at magnus magnus just looks like an alcoholic and then you see him playing prog it's like are you sure you're allowed to be sitting that close to him because <laughs> he's just a baby, you
1: know pretty sure that's a crime, sir
0: yeah, it's like that that I'm pretty sure that violates your parole, my friend. no, mm. no, I'm just kidding. Magnus is a good guy as far as I can tell, although he he does like to live stream while hammered drunk and still obliterate people at chess, which is honestly if you're not doing anything later, okay, but that's all that's uh, look cricket, chess. Basically, oh, yeah. if I if forgot about po- the cricket segment. If it's popular in India, it's popular over here. They're they're better at sports. A lot of people are going to say chess isn't a sport, and to that I say, back to you, Chris at the news desk. Thank you, Chris. Um, all right. Hunter, any questions about our sports segment? Not- I know you didn't know that was happening. I didn't.
2: I'd like to try saying that name.
1: I think I'd like to hear oh, you oh, say Oh, you know I-
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Please, please, Jamie, we would all love to hear you try to say Ramesh Babu Pragnanandaha in in your computer language. Please go ahead.
2: Ramesh Babu Pragnananda
0: For a second there, I had hope. I know, it started out so promising and then it sounded like you were teasing someone on the <laughs> playground. It did. Or trying to sing the Batman theme song.
1: Oh, that is going to get clipped by Media Matters in a minute. <laughs>
0: Oh man, that is that is tough, um, Hunter. Speaking of Batman, uh, Batman has a sidekick. What's his name? Robin. Robin. And what do we all know about Robin? That you share in common with him?
1: He's a virgin.
0: He's a virgin. You don't wear tights <laughs> like that if you're not a virgin. It's right. It's <laughs> time for Hunter's a virgin. Dink 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 ding, dink 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 virgin. All Hunter. right.
1: So someone actually wrote in with a request. Are you for real? Yeah, and they wanted me to explain um a very complicated subject in the Lord of the Rings lore. And I'm going to bring everyone on this journey. Uh and so I've got to but we we're going to start at the beginning. And work our way to the end of it, and it honestly, it's going to take us a couple of weeks because this is not why the people <laughs> come here. Um, <laughs> so here, here it is, very simply: the beings that are wait, gods, wait, one second.
0: Can you mm-hmm. can you ask? Can you ground us and tell us what the request from the listener was?
1: Yeah, sure. They wanted me to explain why the Meyer uh, have a power and memory problem. Uh, which doesn't make a lot of sense because um, okay. I just used a bunch of jumbo words. So the first thing you have to understand is the gods of Middle-earth are called the Valar.
0: There you go. All right. And how many of them are there? A lot. Oh, well, I guess everyone in Middle-earth is going to hell because know. Uh, <laughs> well, last I checked, monotheism is kind of ruined the roost.
1: Technically, technically there is a monotheistic God. Technically speaking. Technically.
0: Did Tolkien, and don't take this the wrong way, Hunter. Yep. Did Tolkien have severe autism before that was a diagnosis? (laughs) Tolkien
1: knew 35 languages um, in his lifetime, some of which he made himself so are you
0: for real 35 yes that's a real number man i wonder how many i mean i think there's something like at least seven or eight different languages in lord of the rings
1: i don't know the answer to that but um but yeah i mean like so he knew like not only was he well let's
0: list them hunter we can list them uh orc there's black tongue yeah orc
1: i i don't really know dwarf elf you might be done elvish yeah Parcel tongue. Uh, Klingon. No. <laughs> this is going downhill now.
0: The ancient language from Aaron. Dothraki. Dothraki, yes, of course. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but
1: but yeah, so like you take the languages from Lord of the Rings out of the 35, I mean, you're nowhere close. He knew tons of languages, right?
0: So, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I think in a roundabout way, you're basically just saying yes. Yes. Um, okay, alright. So
2: are we just never going to hear about the ring elements that aren't elements?
1: Everybody is so interested in this segment.
0: You know what? I've had enough. I've had enough. Virgin. Alright. Well, I'm gonna start a separate
1: podcast. It's gonna be very, very not cool.
0: What would you name your Lord of the Rings podcast?
1: Uh O
0: Tom Bombadil. Oh, Tom Bombadil. Yeah. Now I don't know a lot about the deeper lore, but I will say, not putting Tom Bombadil in the movie seems it's like a cr- big swing and a miss.
1: It's a crime. It's an absolute crime. Yeah. It like and he had the gall to call it an extended edition.
0: You know, Peter Who, Jackson. P- Peter Jackson. Yeah. I mean, Hunter. It was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it is three and a half hours long and you're like which one doesn't matter
1: I will I will tell you that there is a huge thing that he left out in the first movie that makes and even in the extended edition too, which is connected to Tom Bombadil which makes the killing of the witch king make absolutely no sense in the movies but really yep yep and you just kind of accept it because it's a movie but like there's a huge plot hole there Um, but anyway it's fine
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, I already thought it was bizarre that a woman killed the Witch King.
1: Right, yeah. I mean, there's no reason why she should be able to do that, because it's not like, I'm a woman, no man can kill him. That means race, right? And so like, there's a real right. specific reason why, sh- why they are able to kill him right there, and it's not answered in the films, and it is in the books.
0: Oh, man, that's intriguing. I'm going to yeah. look that up w- without you.
2: <sighs>
0: oh, man, what's the matter, Hunter? Why so sleepy? Oh man, I just, I keep drinking this old coffee, but it's just not waking me up like it used to, you know? You know, you can't keep drinking that old coffee, you silly goose. You know what you need? You need Death Wish coffee. Death Wish coffee has so much caffeine, it can kill a horse.
1: <laughs> that That's enough. That could That could absolutely wake me up. Wow, thank
0: you. Where can I get some? Listen, Hunter, you can get some right now at carpooling.com slash coffee. And let me just say, we love Deathwish Coffee. It's one of the products that I can genuinely say I liked before they were a sponsor. And that is a huge deal. So you know I'm not fronting when I tell you that this is some great coffee. Also, they're rebellious by nature. It's their tagline, and it's true because Death Wish has the beans to sponsor a show like Carl Pulling.
1: Oh, that's great, but I'm pretty tired. Do you think you could just send me the URL so I could just paste it into my browser and I'll get this put over I'll put it with? in the
0: show notes, but again, <laughs> it's com slash coffee, and I've got even better news for you, Hunter. This will wake you up. Using our discount code dwcaf 10 that's D-W-C-A-F-F-10, our listeners can get 10% off their total order, so you really have nothing to lose. Wake up, be a rebel, go to carlpooling.com coffee right now and score yourself some Death Wish coffee at a great price. Death Wish, it might kill a horse. <laughs> discounts like these you can't afford to sleep through them okay back to the show okay all right let's jump into our main story this week we got a lot of work to do well not too much not as much as last week yeah we're gonna do a debate recap so the debate went off generally speaking it was a pretty solid debate and and i'll tell you just my overall takeaway We've seen so many of these debates put on for both parties by people like Anderson Cooper, who, mm. don't get me wrong, of the the dishonest journalists, I find Anderson Cooper to be the most frequently honest. But it still, it it struck me how much the, the hosts of the debate and the moderators of the de- debate pushed back on every single person on stage. Mm-hmm. except for asa hutchinson well, or is you don't it just to hit a guy when he's down yeah well that's what i'm saying if you push back on him his heart might actually stop yeah um but i it was refreshing to me that it seemed like they were asking challenging questions they were being a little antagonistic on of people that are in theory on their political side of the aisle it didn't seem like they were sig- singling any target out, even though I think some people were expecting Fox to go after either Ramaswamy or DeSantis because um, Ramaswamy is a proxy for Trump and DeSantis because he was the front runner. It f- I found it to be really refreshing and engaging, and truly, it really gave an opportunity for the the candidates to shine um, mm-hmm. because because you know everyone everyone watches a softball interview. And they either sycophantically agree with everything that is said on the stage, and they have this kind of lazy, dull, warm feeling, or you can watch people really test themselves against a little bit of friction and see what they're made out of. And I thought it was—I thought it was a—a a good event, and I I'm actually think Fox did a pretty good job with it. So, Hunter, what are your thoughts?
1: I actually like hard agree with what you said. Um, I will say this, and I think it needs to be. Uh, I will say two things. It's too many people on stage. And oh, for sure. That 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 seems to be a common trend in the past couple of years. Um, the other is, you know, there's this rule that, you know, they give you so long to respond to a topic and they have the time that goes off, right? They have all these little rules to debate. And I'm not sure who sets this, if this is a Fox or an RNC rule, but the fact that you get to have 30 seconds to respond if another candidate mention, mentions you is kind of just insane to me because it creates this perverse structure where you almost want to get in a fight with somebody so that you have more speaking time and other people can't make their points like okay vivek right yeah i mean like vivek and pence were doing this the entire night and i like i i understand why that's there and why people think that's fair but it also seems very strange you know if I want to hear from all the politicians on all the different issues that they face. And there are definitely people who didn't get the chance to do that. Um, you can take that one or two ways. You know, it's like, well, that meant we didn't have to listen to Doug Burgum. But it's also like, well, if Doug Burgum wasn't there, then we might have had more time to hear Ron DeSantis talk about his points. Anyway, those are the only right. two gripes.
0: You no, know, I, I agree. And I'll tell you, that really came out um, frustrating to me. Because in in my opinion, I'll just tell you, my interpretation of the debate Mm -hmm. and then we can get into some specifics and some polls there after watching the debate, there are only two choices for president on the Republican side of the aisle. And by these choices, I mean, I think they have the temperament and the policy and in a less sophisticated way, the morality that I think we need in the office right now. And those were DeSantis and Haley. Um, one interesting thing about this, and this is especially strange because DeSantis is the current front runner as far as people who were on stage. It, those two got close to the least amount of speaking time. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. they had very little airtime. Whereas Pence and, and Ramaswamy dominated in this category. And to be fair, Doug Burgum got how much time did he get, Hunter?
1: I, I think he got half a second. Yeah, Poor and guy.
0: it was it was about three quarters of a second too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it seems like a perfectly nice guy, and he I, he was totally right about some things. I actually found his introduction to the American people to be pretty pretty charming. However, didn't need to be there in any way, shape, or form.
1: If he was doing that to become senator, like honestly, good work, dude. Like, he, he's a completely fine politician, and he seems genuine, you know, for the three minutes that he talked. But, yeah. yeah, why are you there? You know, no offense.
0: Asa Hutchinson, on the other hand, he looked like he was borrowing somebody else's eyes during the <laughs> debate. And, it, like, had just popped them in, but they didn't fit really well. Mm-hmm. And also, like, he he was not allowed to leave the house. I mean, he's a he's a very goblin-y looking man at this point. And I don't mean, like, sexy goblin like Jareth from Labyrinth. I mean, like, lives-in-the-ground goblin. You know what I'm saying, Hunter? Yes. Yes. Beady eyes. Yes. Named Asa goblin <laughs> stuff. Oh, man. Um, that,
1: that is something. Uh, do you want to go, like, on... So, so you think Nikki and Ron are the two clear picks from the debate, and I think I agree with you. I don't think there's anybody else that has—I I like what you said, morality. I, the character, the vision, the policy, um, they seem to have it. And to be frank, that makes a lot of sense. They're the only people on the stage that have been governors, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. You have a couple of senators and stuff, but you know, a senator doesn't manage— thing you know they 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 put bills and federal policies down to be fair
0: wasn't chris christie was chris christie not governor of new jersey i thought he He was was,
1: but i did i just don't count him as a real person well and due to your experience i I
0: can understand channel out of sight (laughs) out of mind you know and
1: i guess to that credit doug bergam is too
0: but then it's like there's a
1: cutoff there right like i'm only gonna pay attention to pence up right because that's the only people that are real you have to be from
0: a state that you didn't make up
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And (laughs) let's be honest New Jersey I've seen your reality TV shows Your entire world is scripted up there
1: No doubt No doubt
0: Apparently there's there's parts in in western Jersey That are are perfectly nice So I hear I'll believe it when I see it And I'll Um, never see it (laughs) Because I'm not going Can you imagine if people found out that I went to New Jersey
1: It would be dark
0: I'd be a laughing stock Okay Um, who, so without getting into the polls Hunter, who do you think did the best on stage?
1: I think a hundred percent Nikki Haley. Um, I, I really, really think Ron did good on stage. Um, but I think when you like pound for pound, when she got the chance to talk, nobody did a better job than Nikki, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And it were, you know, it's, it's not by much, but that last little inch makes all the difference, you know? Um And, of course, people are sexist and didn't let the lady talk, right? I mean, she had the least amount of time on stage, yet it was the most concise and powerful of it. And I'm being facetious there, obviously, but anyway. Right.
0: No, I, I agree with you. I think Nikki Haley won the night, for sure. And she did have very little time to talk. I don't remember if I said this on last week's show, but I certainly mentioned it to the people yeah. that I was watching the debate with. I I said you have to look out for Nikki in situations like these because she is super adept at going into unfriendly territory and being unfriendly and making everybody fall in love with her. That is what she did at the UN, and that's, that's what she did on the debate stage. She had just a couple of minutes and came off as intelligent, sophisticated, practiced competent. I mean, I, I definitely my I think I said I said this in our, our group text during the debate. I said Nikki Haley has won votes tonight. Now that might be rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic, but she definitely but that was my assessment. She won votes based on her performance.
1: I, I think you're right. And I think one of the things you have to also think about is, you know, not only at the UN but Haley was also, you know, governor of South Carolina. Um, when I can't remember the name of the specific church, but they had a a racialized shooting, yeah, a church, black shooting. church yeah, and I mean like she handled, you know, that's a, that's a tough line to hoe, right? And and she did it. She they actually took down, um, I think it was the Confederate flag from outside of the they did from and, the and,
0: the government buildings,
1: and so like when it comes to like difficult waters and not backing down and saying it like it needs to be said and having a principal stand. It's, it's hard to get past Nikki. And I'll say this, this is kind of my personal opinion on it too. Christopher is the DeSantis and DeSantis where he lost the night for me was his position on Ukraine. Um, I'm a little bit more in Nikki's camp when it comes to that position. And I think you are going to see people at least ideologically split there. Um, and you you are definitely going to
0: see the old. Oh, I, in my opinion, I think that is some of the classic conserv. There, there's different, not classic conservatives. I should say, old school GOP. Mm-hmm. I think funnels in a little bit to that thinking. Like they're the, those are good guys. Let's help the good guys. Um, whereas this, like this, new wave. Don't get me wrong. There's plenty of absolute, like isolation hawks in the old school GOP as well. But I think sure. there is a portion of them that that frame the debate that way. Whereas I think most of the online, let's say, Zoomer conservatives love those sound bites Like, why are we spending $40 million to Ukraine when there's people that don't have bread? They're like, that makes sense. And You're right, it does seem like it makes sense. And then you look at this idea that Ukraine has absolutely crippled who up until... A year ago, we considered one of our major rivals on the world stage. Um, it's a pretty good price to pay, mm-hmm. in my calculation. So I'm I'm clo- I'm closer to Haley's camp there as well. Also, I'll say this about DeSantis's answer: I don't think he actually told us what his policy would be. You're right. He wanted to go to a talking point, and I do think it was his weakest moment of the night. Was he? He had something else he wanted to say. Now, again, some of that is difficult because it's the it's the win the primary, win the general positioning. And I think we all know that there are things you can do that guarantee you a primary win and make you unelectable in the general. Yes. So you kind of always have to remember that in the back of your mind, that, that anything they say to be the most conservative-y conservative is a soundbite that's going to be run against them in the general. So... Uh, it is it is a bit of a faustian bargain but i thought that was his weakest moment of the night because it was very clear he was just running to the the candle line
1: we we might actually want to just table that whole ukraine stuff for a future discussion because i think it's i think it actually is one of those heart of the right side of the aisle discussions we're having right now and maybe there's more to say there but we we can stay focused on the debate tonight because i feel like i could, I honestly could talk about that for another half an hour easy all um, right
0: well let's keep so, it in our back pocket then
1: yeah 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 um well while, while
0: we're talking about nikki haley winning the night more or less mm-hmm. I, I do want to i want to play you this clip please there is an amazing moment where over the ukraine issue nikki and vivek get into it together and you can really see her expertise in unfriendly territory come to the fore. And you, you guys know I'm calling balls and strikes with Nikki this time around. There, there was a time when I thought Nikki could do no wrong. She annoyed me a little bit in, earlier in this election cycle, but this is, this is why I fell in love with Nikki Haley. Um, in fact, I was just discussing this with, with, um, my band, uh, at, at practice a couple days ago. And I, I, i have they're mostly liberal there and i was just telling them you know what do you guys think of the debate this and that here's what i thought of the debate and uh one of my one of my more liberal friends said if it was biden versus haley i would vote for haley and i was like that that's that's a big that's a big ticket in her favor and it was based on her performance and and specifically this this portion of it let me play this for you
4: First of all, the American president needs to have moral clarity. They need to know the difference between right and wrong. They need to know the difference between good and evil. When you look at the situation with Russia and Ukraine, here you have a pro-American country that was invaded by a thug. So when you want to talk about what has been given to Ukraine, less than 3.5% of our defense budget has been given to Ukraine. If you look at the percentages per GDP, 11 of the European countries have given more than the U.S. But what's really important is go back to when China and Russia held hands, shook hands before the Olympics and named themselves unlimited partners. A win for Russia is a win for China. We have to know that Ukraine is the first line of defense for us. And the problem that Vivek doesn't understand is he wants to hand Ukraine to Russia. He wants to right. let China to eat Taiwan. He wants to go and stop funding Israel. You don't False. do that to friends. What you do False. instead is you have the backs of your friends. Ukraine is a front line of defense. Putin has said if Russia, once Russia takes Ukraine, Poland and the Baltics are next. That's a world war. We're trying to prevent war. Look at what Putin did today. He killed Pergozin. When I was at the UN, the Russian ambassador suddenly died. This guy is a murderer, and you are choosing a murderer over over a pro-American country all, first, so,
3: first of all first of all uh, Mr. Ramaswamy you've 30 uh, seconds Mr. DeSantis, you know, Governor Nikki, DeSantis, I wish DeSantis. you well in your future career on the boards of Lockheed and Raytheon you know, I'm not on but the fact of, the, of the matter and, uh, and you know, Boeing
4: came off of it but you've been pushing this lie stage, you've been pushing this lie what, all you week want Nikki to go and defund Israel yes. you want to Okay let me address that I'm glad you, you brought that up I'm going to address each of those right now Professional
3: Lesson. politician. You You're watching so you America.
4: Let's say you have no me, foreign policy experience and it shows And you know what? The, the foreign policy experience that you all have shows in the hopeless wars we've gotten into. I
0: Okay, so in a night where Vivek was very good at counterpunching and handling incoming fire, hit he, he fell completely on his face in this in this uh repost. And I I think upon rewatching the the critical moments of the debate, clearly the loudest applause line of the night was Haley. There, yeah. I mean, very clearly, a systematic takedown of the other position, and it's it's incredible. If you listen to that clip, the way Vivette can talk a hundred miles a minute, and the way that she backs him down in real time and makes her point, there's a there's a physical presence to that as well that is. Very important in the job, let's just say. So huge points to Nikki Haley for that one.
1: I I do want to point out one thing that you just said is it was, you know, you said this is this I honestly think is where she wins the debate. And the reason is, is just like you said, this is Ron DeSantis weakest point in debate. And I think he was really strong during the whole debate, competent, clear, stayed above the fray, said the thing that matters, played his answers really, really carefully politically and this is where he kind of flubs, and that little inch that Haley gets out here is everything, right? Yep. She has an extremely clear answer. She takes down the most aggressive person on the debate, and and I think this is in my opinion, but I also think this bears out in at least between these two, wins wins the argument. You know, is just is just better at what she uh, just has a clearer moral picture of what it is she's doing and what the right thing is to do here than Vivek does. Oh um, yeah,
0: yeah, and certainly is more accomplished at articulating it than Vivek mm-hmm. ever was. Yeah, Le- you know what? Let's talk about Vivek for a minute because I think Vivek had a good night. Generally speaking, mm-hmm. I think that he 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 was a no name coming into the debate. He wanted to he wanted to be a lightning rod. He has his re- his reputation is built on being the most energetic one, and the the most quote-unquote authentic one there's a there's an issue where we substitute authenticity for saying things that you're not supposed to say Mm -hmm. not saying what needs to be said and so i think he fell short of that line a couple times for instance this line about Haley angling for a spot on the boards of raytheon first of all raytheon's a sponsor okay (laughs) Alright? <laughs>
1: you meant for our show?
0: Yeah. <laughs> you can't just... <laughs> what, did you think you could come after one of our boys and we wouldn't have anything to say about it, Vivek? <laughs> Unacceptable behavior. And you know what? They're not enemies that you want to have. What? Especially not when you're, a quote, a skinny brown guy with a weird last name, okay? Raytheon... <laughs> no they 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 know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two, okay, just saying I'd watch myself if I were you, listen, they have a type okay? <laughs> dark um you know
1: my dad didn't name me Hunter Raytheon for nothing.
0: <laughs> and- he did it for millions of dollars.
1: <laughs> he did. He sold my. He sold my last name, and he did a good. He did a good thing, uh. You know, but, but it, it's so tasteless, right? Like that's the thing. And are there plenty of politicians that have sold out to these defense contractors? Yes. Is that true of Nikki Haley? No, it's not
0: um and that was the only time he did it either i mean he went on and on at least two other times i can think of saying that he's the only one on stage that isn't bought and sold by lobby groups or interest and a lot of that didn't even like functionally didn't make sense like he he said that he's the only one that could say that climate control policy is a hoax because he's not bought and sold by what big climate change like the 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 accusation against conservatives is that there are that the oil industry pays them to say that climate change is overstated, and yeah. now he's making the argument that they're def- secretly defending climate. It just didn't make any sense. So,
1: well, in real time, that's when he got booed the loudest.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. He, so, I think he did have a good night in that he accomplished a lot of his his goals, but I found him to be. Well, let, let me put it this way. When Chris Crispy, Chris Krispy cream. Oh my gosh. No, what a special Chris. gift we've been given. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I didn't even mean that and it just it just happened. A Chris blessing, Crispy. A
1: blessing from the Lord. God be praised.
0: <laughs> God be praised indeed. Uh when Chris, <laughs> Chris Crispy Crunch said that um have you ever eaten at a Krispy Crunch? Uh, isn't a crispy crunch the cereal? No, that's okay. raisin brand. No, no, no. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> no crispy. Do you mean Rice Krispie treats? <laughs>
1: no, no. Isn't there? Uh, uh, I have no idea. What is a crisp crispy? Tell me.
0: A crispy crunch is the fried chicken place that opens up in in gas stations. No, I haven't. Let I've me never tell heard you it
1: before in my life.
0: If you want to get down home with the Neelys. Which is a reference that I think only I will get, Um, but man, it is, it is good, good eaten. I actually horrifying, but good. Okay, you know how that goes.
1: I'm not going to do that then, but I I appreciate the recommendation.
0: Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Um, but uh, yeah. Also, Down Home with the Neelys. If you if you've ever watched an episode of Down Home with the Neelys, hit me up in in the email or or in a review. I'll read it. Yeah, Captain um,
2: Crunch is what you were looking for, Hunter.
1: Thank you, thank you, Jamie. Um, Captain
0: Crunch, so good. But okay, let me let me finish my point real quick. When, please, when Chris Crispy said that the Vex sounded like Chat GPT. It really, to me, the first emotion that washed over me is that this is your Pokemon Go to the polls moment, where you're just mm-hmm. like internet thing, say it, you know. However, if by that he meant that he was a hobbled together selection of other people's lines and and phrases, that he was spot on because Vivek, which well, even that even that line, I'm a I'm a skinny brown dude with a weird last name that's literally Obama's line Mm -hmm. so anyway I thought I thought that I thought that he did what he wanted to do but he was kind of a mess
1: yeah I mean the I think Vivek will say anything and I don't know what his game is yeah he Um, often
0: has on every issue
1: that's what I'm saying I I really feel like he was constantly Flip flopping that he was saying things about the other candidates to just kind of get ahead. And, you know, at, at this point, it, it's although I think Vivek accomplished his goal, it doesn't seem like it's really correlated in any major change in the polls for him, not beyond where he was already trending to. And yeah. so I'm hoping that that means that people will cool on him. Um, but who knows what the American people are going to do. Um, I'll tell you this, and I know this may sound, this is. Quite a change, I think, from where I've been. I am not interested in outsiders getting into politics anymore. I, I, I really, <laughs> I, I'm not. I, I'm much more interested in Haley's and DeSantis's running the country. You know, yeah. like people who actually have experience and know what it is to do politics and run something like like a country or like a state or something like that i i don't i do not care for these c for these charismatic ceos and celebrities anymore it's it's i i would have to really see something different than what i've seen so far to we're, we're that. definitely
0: once bitten twice shy about the whole thing i'd agree Correct. with you i think with the appeal of the i think the appeal of the outsider is a little bit miscalibrated because what you actually want is a servant You want somebody who's stepping down to be president of the United States. That's right. Because you want somebody who who isn't looking for fame, isn't looking for accolades or money or book deals or all these kind of things. You want somebody that's looking to serve. And so when some, you know, a giant CEO, like if Elon Musk said he was running for president, you'd be like, okay, well, you have to step down to be the president of the United States. I think that people find that admirable, but it's not the, the... true merit of that isn't the lack of experience it's the servant heart and so i i agree with you if we could get back to a world where these people were actually serving instead of becoming unbelievably wealthy on the back of of our political system that would be great
1: yeah yeah
0: um and what do you have to do about that thank you for asking first thing you have to do is find a way to regulate the the c-suite corporate board to to government position loophole pipeline uh, it's a problem that's easier said than done but anyhow um that is a total aside well okay so we we mentioned chris christie and hunter i do want to play you one clip from chris christie on the night i think it was probably his most cogent coherent moment um uh, he, but in general, I don't think he did great, but this is at least sometime where I'm looking at him say these words and I believe it. And everything seems to make sense. I was just eating until I'm dead. Probably. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that. I made mean, that tracks. I every, that makes sense. And I don't know if that's a good platform, but I did, I did you track with him. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I at least grokked it, you know?
1: Yeah. I gotcha.
0: You have any thoughts about Chris Christie on the night? Chris, crispy crunch. Chris Christie and Asia Hutchinson are
1: wasting their time. And I and don't know why. Time. I don't know why they're spending their personal fortunes or the fortunes they've accumulated to do that. Um, I don't know. They need it. They need to go home and the RNC should make it harder for people like that to be on the stage. There's no reason for them to get a moment up
0: there. I agree with you. I agree with you. All right. Um, so I think I think we we've gone through most of the important people. Let's take a minute and talk about Pence. Um,
1: you can almost take Pence and Scott in the same boat if you want.
0: Yeah, Scott, love him, hate him. He's too mild mannered. He's never going to do it. Pence, on the other hand, Pence looked like a real a real dick up there. This uh, th- this I'm is, not going to lie.
1: This is the thing that's so weird. Is like, what what is it? What is the special flavor that you're going to go to Pence and Tim Scott for, right? Is it's going to be that return to conservative, good values, calm. We treat people with respect. We have a candor to the way we do things. You know, we, 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 are, we are a class above, right? Like the uh, Mitt Romney's and John McCain's of yore, right? Like, that, that's, that's almost the conservative party they speak to. I hate and Mitt
0: Romney so much. He's my least favorite politician. I would vote for AOC before I voted for Mitt Romney. Otherwise, that, go ahead.
1: Chris Christie.
0: At least he could have one of those TikTok <laughs> accounts where he eats a disgusting amount of food. And I'm sure there's something sexual about it, but I have no idea what it might be. <laughs>
2: I don't know
0: hurt people hurt people
1: okay that's yeah fair <laughs> I don't know what to tell you <laughs> so um but but Pence seemed to have, <laughs> Pence seemed to have left that kind of all behind him you know he he and you know if anything could be said, Pence had the most speaking time. he's a skilled politician and it showed at least in that manner but man did he want to pick a fight with vec? Uh, you know that's not what people were saying people were saying that DeSantis was going to be getting a lot of punches it was Vivek everyone wanted to hit Vivek and the, really the only person who didn't was DeSantis, Bergman, and Hutchinson um, and that's just because Bergam and Hutchinson couldn't get a word in edgewise and DeSantis right. decided not
0: to uh, it's, uh, it's amazing the camera actually ever pointed at them but <laughs> but yeah that it, Vivek was definitely enemy number one and I think he's going to play that as well it's because I'm an outsider, the establishment doesn't like me. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's exactly why it is. People love to do this. They love to act completely irresponsibly, unamiably, and just be like, well, people don't like me. That's cause that's because 'cause they've I'm got right. a problem, man, and it just yeah. I, I don't think so, Vivek, Not in this case. I think I think the real reason is because you are You are trying to execute everybody else in the field over minor offenses, and you refuse to say anything about the glaring issues of Dear Leader, and it makes you look like a chump. It makes you look like you're running for the position of Trump's bucket man. So I think that's why people don't like you.
1: It's clear there's no coherency. You know, it's not like, oh, no, you actually misunderstood what I said, and then I say something that elucidates it and then brings it into this complete picture of myself. Right. Right. It's not that at all. It's that, no, you are saying the opposite. You did say something weird about 9-11, right? And you, got, you are not owning up for it in a way that makes any sense with what you said. Like, it's, it's, it's bizarre. But, yeah.
0: oh well. The 9-11 thing, I, I need to hear more context about that. Because what I heard was him saying every question about 9-11 should be answered. And anybody that disagrees with that, now I'm questioning them which to me makes sense trust but verify um however then he kept talking and the more he talked about it i was like wait is that what you're saying and all of a sudden i was like i'm not so sure that i agree with you anymore i'm really confused at that whole interaction it was Um, very
1: confusing like he's asking about the cops if there were any cops on there and that he said there had to be some cops when it like the sentence before that he had said um you know, I don't have any have to reason
0: find... to believe that there were or something.
1: Yeah, it's, so it's just it's 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 one of these things where it's like I'm just asking questions, but it's the wrong version of that. You know, I'm just like... asking
0: questions. I'm just asking questions. Why did you kill John Benay Ramsey? Right. Exactly. I'm just asking questions. Yes. Yes. Why did you do it? Yes. Um. All right. Well. Yeah. That's that's Vivek and Pence. I I agree with you. He. he gosh, he just looked like a mean old spurned dude. And to be honest, he kind of – the way it came across to me is that Trump is just living in his head with a pitchfork and stabbing the back of his brain whenever he tries to sleep. I mean, he seems – when you compare him to how conciliatory, strong, but conciliatory and polite he was in the the Kamala debate a couple years ago to that night, it's like, dude, you are a bitter old dude. And don't get me wrong – a lot of people lied about you. A lot of people believe things about you that are simply utter fabrications. Like you could somehow choose, because you're the vice president, choose on a whim who the next president would be. I mean, that's crazy. That's a dictatorship, by the way. It dum Dumb-dumbs dumb who believe this theory. I'm talking to you now. Dum dums. Listen up. Listen closely. If you believe that the vice president can just, without proving in any type of court can just change the electors that come from a certain state. We have a dictatorship, which, in theory, you boogies don't like. So if that's actually what you think, you have much bigger problems than Mike Pence. Okay, all right, dumb dumbs. dumb dumbs abound. Um, there's there's a, a thousand mules for you in Valhalla nice. if you stop being so dumb. Um, do you know that's I- what that's what conspiracy theories get when they die, Hunter? That's Muslims get virgins, and, and conspiracy theorists get 2,000 meals.
1: That's beautiful.
0: Um, uh, thank you. I,
1: I, I will say this with you, and like this is the thing that's weird. It's like I've seen Pence talk recently, and he's the same guy. Very, very clear down the road. You know, We had a mission that day. I fulfilled my duty. I couldn't do what Trump said, and something happened. I mean, maybe that was what his team said he needed to do on the debate stage. You need to look like a fighter, Pence. I mean, I really don't know. It's it's very different. But um, if we want to move to the polls a little bit.
0: Let's let's just hit DeSantis real quick. Oh. Me, uh, we've talked about DeSantis a little bit, and then we do need to move to the polls. But, but yeah. I, I want to play you one clip from DeSantis. Please. DeSantis was at his strongest when he was standing on top of his record and holding it up and saying, anybody challenge this. And you know what? That is what the people that love him love about him. This is what keeps Trump up at night about him. This is why Trump is afraid of him. Because when you compare his record on swamp drainage to Trump's record on swamp drainage, uh, Ron DeSantis is the man. He is the one who has gotten things done for conservatives in this country uh, in a, on a variety of battlefields. And I think this is, what, this is what's so tactically useful about him and when he says things like this you really believe him because he's gotten this done in florida so let's listen to this clip
3: translate has been on the rise in florida governor desantis how do you stop crime well actually crime's at a 50-year low in florida we're we're, we're happy with that well the statewide it's a 50-year low and so here's the thing These hollowed-out cities, this is a symptom of America's decline. And one of the biggest reasons is because you have George Soros funding these radical left-wing district attorneys. They get into office, and they say they're not going to prosecute crimes. They disagree with the inmates, start running the asylum. There's one guy in this entire country that's ever done anything about that. Me. When we had two of these district attorneys in Florida elected with Soros funding who said they wouldn't do their job, I removed them from their post. They are gone. And as president, as president, we are going to go after all of these people because they are hurting the quality of life and they are victimizing innocent people in every corner of this country. And it will stop when I get into office.
4: Okay, One more here before the break, Governor Bergen.
0: I mean, just crushed that answer. Crushed it no out doubt. of the park. Now, first things first, he did say George Soros. And since George Soros is a Jew, if you ever criticize anything that George Soros does, that makes you anti Semitic. Uh, so we do uh, have to cancel him about that. Chris? Sorry, go ahead, Hunter.
1: You just said. You just said it. Oh, Jew? No.
0: Soros? You can't. You, you, <gasps> <gasps> yep. I and now the, you're no, gone. No, no, no. I love how they're like, don't you know that he's Jewish? Everything that he does is perfectly acceptable and protected and lovely. And also, Benjamin Netanyahu literally drinks the blood of Muslim babies. So there's that. There's that because it gives him power. Did you know that? That Benjamin Netanyahu drinks their blood and it gives him power and he can use that power to shoot lasers from space. Okay? Did you know? (laughs) So you can't say anything bad about George Soros because that's anti-Semitic, okay? okay yeah. but did you know that benjamin netanyahu can actually smell fear okay because he's just got you that kind what? of power
1: you know what that one might be true I've, <laughs> I've, like, like and <laughs> yeah. i mean that as a compliment yeah. like In the best the man, possible like, way like, yeah yeah i like was kind
0: of going for like a nose thing but you're right um i i get it right. but yeah yeah uh I find that so funny. <laughs> that They are insane. literally the party that won't censure Elon Omar, and then you're like, you know, George Soros is bad for the country. <gasps> Mon Dieu, do you <laughs> mean the Jews? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> no, I'm not sure I believe you guys, actually. Um, yeah. yeah, and uh, uh, Israel is an apartheid state, and I'm just like, you should go over there one time and just try and drive to the West Bank. Just try it. Uh, see how they like you over there. See who's more apartheid when mm-hmm. you take your white behind to Jerusalem or the West Bank, mm-hmm. um, that would be an interesting little experiment you could run. Obviously, don't do that; you will die. Um. So, anyway, I just thought that that was Desantis's. I think this is Desantis's strong suit. It is. I think it's his strongest suit. He's done a better job than anybody else. His track record speaks for itself. Um these accusations that he is sold out to some shadowy swamp entity is a complete Trumpian Vivekian uh, Vivekian the, you remember the uh, green people from Dragon Ball Z Vivekian Mm. conflagration. There's no evidence to it much like hmm, I would say all of Trump's claims since let's say, you know, January, 2021. Okay. Um, where does that leave us Hunter? Let's talk about the polls. Let's, who cares what we think the correct answer is everybody should, but some people are not intelligent enough to, to figure that out. But let's see what the, the mewling grueling masses think of the debate. How did the numbers change?
1: So one caveat to this is we should probably do another little check on this next week. Just like a real quick little, where are we at? You really start to see patterns emerge two weeks after, but we're starting to see a little bit of that happen. Um, Let's read everybody's uh, percentages real quick from top to bottom, and then I'll tell you up or down from where they were at, right? Okay. So here here it goes. It's Trump at 53, DeSantis at 13, Ramaswamy at 7.5, Haley at 5, Pence at 4.7, Christie 2.8, Scott at 2.7, and Bergam at 0. 0.6. Who cares about Hutchinson? <laughs> okay, so here, here's how it goes. Trump is down. DeSantis is down. Ramaswamy is up, but by 0.2 points. Okay. So
0: Haley, even.
1: right? Haley is up by almost two. And Pence is up by 0.7. Christie down. Scott down.
0: Burgum is doubled. He went from 0.3 to 0.6. I think so. that's just because, like, people recognized his name.
1: Yeah. No, no. You're right. Yeah. Like, who's this herd
0: guy? I've never heard of him. Get it? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, so okay, so let me ask you this: How far down is Trump?
1: So Trump actually had the largest movement of them all, which is kind of surprising. That's not what I would have thought, but he dropped two point four percentage points. He went from fifty five point
0: four to fifty three flat uh, so as here, of right now. Here is here is what I am gonna guess: the other the other little odds and ends they're they're not very meaningful. I think Desantis leaked points to to the the field Mm -hmm. and I think that Trump leaked points almost directly to Haley
1: yeah I also think um I mean Scott lost 0.4 points those could have probably went to Pence so I I, I'm pretty confident what you're saying is correct um and, and to be fair you know maybe not everybody kept up with the fact that Nikki Haley was an awesome UN ambassador yeah you know and now they're kind of getting to see her do her thing for the first time, you know. And it's like, oh yeah, okay, her, yeah, no problem, yeah. good. You, Finally. you don't really
0: see much of the footage from Nikki Haley being an absolute monster, unless you're a little bit of a wonk. Yeah, exactly. Because let's be honest, for the average person, have you ever one time heard anybody talk from the United Nations? Probably mm-hmm. not. It's not that popular. Yeah, but anyhow, yeah. So so it looks like the biggest loser is Trump, and the biggest winner is Haley. Yes, which is good, it's and good. I will say
1: this too, which is just interesting. Pence is a tough guy, but jumps almost a whole point.
0: Yeah, well, well, yeah. We'll see how that shakes out. Yeah, I, yeah. For I real. think I think yeah. I think there was a certain amount of, of consolidation of the the never Trumpers into Pence. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah, from Chris Christie, maybe too. Yeah, yeah that's a good point.
0: Because let's be honest, Christie Christie did not look good. So, mm-hmm. anyhow, that is what it is. You know, at this point, and, and I kind of mentioned this at the beginning of the show, Trump is doing better than anybody else in a head-to-head against Biden right now. That's on the ticket. That is a shifting pattern from what we've seen previously. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know what that means. Uh, I I sure wish that we were running someone with less less – self-imposed barbells around their neck but I'm a man of my word there is no substitute for victory here so it'll be something that we continue to watch but it certainly was an interesting debate Uh, a breath of fresh air fun to see Nikki Haley kick the tires again after a little bit of time away and uh uh, great performances from from most the relevant people in the field so yeah watch it if you haven't
1: yeah yeah I agree with you Um, And don't tell
0: Fox News that we included these clips, okay? Thanks.
4: Yeah,
1: keep that between us.
4: Keep that between us, girls. Between us. Yeah,
1: I, I, I think that that, I honestly think that we're seeing a weird fluctuation in the pattern. If you gave like, like it or love it, you know Nikki's opinion, uh, Nikki's kind of down the road idea of like a federal plan for abortion, isn't what I would want. But definitely seems like something that could get passed, right? And I think that that would bring independence into it. And so if she was... This is a weird thing. It's like, which came first, the chicken or the egg, right? If she was at 20% in the polls when this debate happened, that would have changed a lot of the perspective for her in the general, right? Mm -hmm. And so... But who knows how that all is going to work out in the end. And I think if... There can be some consolidation between some of these candidates before uh, before we nominate. You will see that those Biden versus Re- Republican candidate X those polls will change. But that that of course is speculation. So yeah, it really anyway. it really needs to
0: happen before Iowa. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll see. We will see. Um, all right. Well, guys, thanks for joining us once again. Go to our website. You'll see all of our links and stuff there. Follow us on all the social medias. I'm at Carl playing Hunter's at Chris X Carl. I'm at Emotional Carl. I just got Wait. Hunter fired. Um, Wait. <laughs> also, um, follow Jamie at 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 what? At Jamie Bot. At she's she's compiling. Wasn't it? Artificial well, right.
1: Jamie.
0: At Artificial yeah. Jamie. Okay. Follow her over there. Very very strong X account there and uh and uh send us all your money there's no way to do that just buy some merch okay buy something yeah all right i think that's it uh if you are if you're in a dark cold metallic sphere half sphere and all of a sudden light starts pouring into you from the floor and you can see that the dome is flying away from the base of the sphere that you're in and you look down at yourself and you see that you're translucent and pale and wobbly and your heart is floating in your center mass and you can clearly see it like a piece of fruit suspended inside of a jello mold you have just been removed from a cloche and you're being served for thanksgiving dinner you might have spent a considerable amount of time in the gullet of Crispy Crispy Crunch, and it's time for you to get immediately tested.